Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host, Mark, and with your permission, we'd love this podcast to be your digital companion for the next little bit at least. Over the course of the last year, I've had the pleasure of talking to so many different people from all over the world. They've made me laugh and even sometimes cry, but ultimately our guests have inspired me and taught me a much more beautiful perspective in life. Next year, in 2024, I hope to continue the Alive in Dublin project, but to push it a little bit more so that it is benefiting as many people as possible. Our events that we run on a monthly basis have been incredible, and I think the presence of a safe social space in Dublin for people from all backgrounds is more important than ever. And I want this to be done in an Irish way, a way in which we can celebrate being in Ireland whilst at the same time celebrating the multicultural nature of Dublin as well. I'm excited about what is to come, and I hope you can stick with me on this journey to see where it ends up. In celebration of that Irishness, today I'm going to share an excerpt from one of our most popular episodes of the year. Molly teaches Irish to thousands of people around the world through her online courses, and she has an amazing perspective on the beauty of the Irish language and its place in modern Irish culture. Please enjoy this clip from her episode, and thanks again for giving us your time and attention. It's inbuilt in us, like... In a way, I think we can't lose it. And Mancon McGann, you know, the kind of 
yeah. a big name in the Irish language. He has written some fascinating books and he's quite hopeful. I think he wrote in one of his books, it can't really be lost because it's a story and a story never ends. Or it's like, he's not afraid of the language fading. But I think that's because maybe he just believes so much in its power that the structures, even if you ask someone, do you have Irish? That's an mm. Irish structure. Yeah. Even if they say, I have no Irish, that's not a British way to say it or a, an American or Australian way. They'd say, I don't speak that language. And we would say, I don't have it. Because in Irish, we have a skill. We have a language. It's mm. at us. Yeah. It's that structure. Um, mm. But yeah, I think, like you say, you know, now we care so much more, maybe after leaving school, after it was drilled into us or forced on us. People, a lot of my students are, you know, living in Hong Kong or Kenya, raising their kids and saying, I want Irish sounds in my kids' ears. I don't want them to grow up without Irish, even if I hated Irish at school. I want mm. them to learn our native language. It's an indigenous language. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, it's only spoken in Ireland. There is a Gwaeltox in Canada and it's, it's so rich and deep and fascinating, tender and humorous. It's so integral to who we are, I think. Do you know, and this is a question off the cuff, so you might not have a clue about this, but um, are there any clues as to the kind of spirituality or the beliefs of, let's say, the pre-Christian people who are here speaking speaking Irish on a daily basis? Um, or any clues as to, you know, I don't know aspects of, of what they might have believed? Good question. Recently, I was talking about how yeah, how the English we speak in Ireland is um, can be considered as like a colonized way of speaking because we're overly polite and kind of subservient. And we say things like, oh, if you wouldn't mind, get me, oh, take your time whenever you get a chance. Like, oh, thank you so much. You're as good. You're as good. And then in other countries, they might just say, uh, coffee, please. Yeah. You know, and like quit the niceness. And Irish is quite straightforward. We just say like, I would like uh, coffee. Yeah. And in a way, it's like not apologetic. It's just the way we speak. And I really felt like it is a pre-Christian language. It's a pre-colonized language. It's a way of being in the world. And it's so connected to your surroundings. Irish is full of prepositions. Things are at us, on us, about us, before us. Even very simple things. Like if I was teaching, Gurav Mahagat is thank you. Gurav Mahagat. And it really means may goodness be at you. So it sounds like I'm giving you goodness, you know, or you should have goodness. Like, mm. Let it be at you. And then even like, you're welcome. Tofolcha rowat. Rowat means before you. So there is welcome before you. So it's like you're that, leading someone. Leading someone or what you're actually doing is, is, is just essentially um, creating a presence for something that you cannot see. Yes. Does that make sense? Even that like sadness is on me. There is, the, as you said, it's a bronerm. It's, it's something is like physically on you. You obviously can't see that, but you can feel it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it. that's an interesting part of the language because these days, obviously, 
you know, with with so much happening in our lives, with so much technology, with we live in a very materialistic world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't often think about things that you cannot see, for example. But yeah, that a language like this and helping mm-hmm. you to navigate even your emotions. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Like, yeah. yeah, we just we can't lose it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's up to you, Molly. You have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go viral times a thousand to. to I'm doing my best. This yeah, you are. You're doing amazing. But it's brilliant to feel, you know, that energy, enthusiasm, and appetite for the language. I really feel that people are waking up to what we could lose. You know, mm. like the the extent of what we have there in the Irish language, it's cultural currency. You know, people focus on tourism in Ireland and the, you know, obviously the tech and the education system and all these important things, but the language has seemed to just fall by the wayside. Yeah. And how? Because language is a psychological phenomenon. Like we think in ways that we speak, we have words even existing from Irish, you know, words like, even jazz, jazzy comes from gajas, nice. Mm. And snazzy comes from snas, meaning polish. Like mm. wow. loads of things, like do you dig it? Comes from undigging to, do you understand? And that's even amazing. smashing, that's smashing is like comes from ismashin. That's good. And even slon, goodbye, created so long. <laughs> I said there you this go. to my English friend recently and she goes, Molly, no one says so long. And I was like, but come on, (laughs) so long, farewell. Um, There's so much of it. I always say it's like we are speaking Irish, just using English. And like you said, it's time to just regain that spirit of we are a republic, you know, and we are our own country and we don't need to be like Americans. We don't need to be like anyone else. I think in the Mm -hmm. 90s and, you know, through our life, you know, we've felt... Like you said, maybe, what are they doing now? Is that cool? Maybe we should do a bit of that. Oh, let's start speaking like Americans in a way. Like, no, we are, we're Irish. Like, let's be proud of all our history, everything that's been built in our little yeah, island. I, I never, I, I would spend, I would come home from school um, and I used to have those um, petty flu yogurts and yeah. I would watch Neighbours. Yeah, <laughs> and then in the evening you'd watch The Simpsons or something like that. I like know. you, you never spend any time apart from maybe watching the news, which your parents might have been watching. You never watched any Irish cultural things, no. and perhaps that's in like part of the reason. Like we don't really have a clue who we are, but even if you think about what we're exporting, you know, mm-hmm. bar maybe the job opportunities and. Guinness and Jemison and these types of things. What else, in terms of our culture, what can you export? Yeah. Um, like you look at South Korea, for example, as an example, like that culture is like so incredibly popular at the moment, mm. whether it's K pop or the movies or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And they have such a strong and they've done so well to export that culture internationally. But if I ask myself the question, what are we exporting? What would we export? Like, it's hard to know. <laughs> yeah, I get you. And I think, um, you know, like you said, the Irish culture is so strong worldwide. Everyone knows, like, even Irish butter is the best in the world. Mm. Like, Riverdance, you know, Enya, you too. Like, 
everyone knows it's a very strong and well-preserved entity like even the color yes. green and even if it's stuff we don't like leprechauns and lepping around and yeah. it's still really well known and then the language isn't even on our own island which is quite bizarre yes it is and quite like bizarre said, it could be that people go oh but none of my favorite tv shows in are, are in irish like i want to watch neighbors and i want to you know have mm. toys from other countries and have pop tarts and all this stuff <laughs> yeah but Funnily enough, that that I still I still think the pride is still there. It's just mm-hmm. the effort, and because like every every bloody signpost in the country is yeah. in English and Irish, mm-hmm. um, and that's there. Like I, if you said I, I would imagine if you asked Irish people whether they would like that taken away, I would say ninety nine percent of people would say no. I want it mm-hmm. to be both in English and in Irish. True. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I remember also listening to to another po- podcast before, and they're comparing Catalan. Um, and Catalonia with Ireland and they were saying you know two like let's say groups of people very proud of who they are where they come from in one place they you know 99% of them speak Catalan and in Ireland you know 1% of people speak Irish Mm -hmm. and I think that the main difference the Catalans studied Ireland as an example as to why that's happening and as far as I'm aware they came to the conclusion that it's because post-school you have no utility for the language. Yeah. So in Catalonia, if you go to university, it's going to be through Catalan. If you want to work in any public job, it has to be through Catalan. Mm-hmm. So there is a utility for the language after after school. Um, I'm not saying that we should introduce that here, but it's just an intro, intro, interesting concept that perhaps... Definitely. Yeah. I get you. I think, um, you know, with high-speed internet being all around Ireland now and you see these kind of nearly competitions like win a year in the Gwaeltops for a young family join the local school because the school is going to close if another young family doesn't join and those competitions or lotteries whatever they are are really popular and then the families end up staying and encouraging their friends and family to come stay as well because you know with the pandemic and people moving out of cities a bit more and realizing nature is wonderful and uh, we can work from anywhere and also why don't we connect with something so key to our identity and our history as Irish people I think that's another reason why there's hope for the language Um, and in terms of yeah the success stories of like the Basque country as well I used to live there and it Mm, blew my mind how much Basque was spoken and how beautiful it was that young people were really educated in both Basque and Spanish. And, you know, they're as different as Irish and English. They're completely different languages and it can be done. And you can see how proud they are of the language. And I think, you know, as you say, some people see Irish as a waste of time. Why invest so much of your childhood being forced to learn a language when you could be learning more maths or more something that's important, et cetera. But it's like, there's no time wasting if it's all through the language. If you, now they're training teachers to teach, you know, PE and art and a lot of the core primary school subjects through Irish. Brilliant. It's it's kind of a no brainer. Like if you grow up with more than one language, you have better memory, you have more confidence you're able to pick up more languages when you grow up. It's yeah. no waste of time at all. It's actually time efficient. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and then it goes back to to maintaining that kind of cultural identity that something when when you get to to my age when maybe you're 34 and you might you might actually want to to have that you know you, you might mm-hmm. not realize that when you're 14 yeah but when you get to a little bit older you, you'd be incredibly grateful for it mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just it's putting a function to the language isn't it it's utilizing it in a way that that makes sense um Molly, I, I don't want to take too much more of your time. I, I really, really appreciate the the time you've given us and and being able to talk to you. It's been really interesting. Thank um, you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm going to obviously put a link to your Instagram in um, in the description of the episode for people who are outside of Ireland listening to this now. I'm sure they're going to like love kind of checking out the different and and you explain things really well and and it's really easy to follow as well. So even if you don't have a clue what Irish is or Guelga is. I think your your videos and your descriptions, like you can start from nothing. So that's um that's really like that's difficult to do. So well done on that. Um, Thanks a million. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. No, I'm afraid. I think we should finish there. <laughs> um Molly, thank you so much. 